Last time, on the Lovely Craftians, the spooky crew got to serious researching and discovered names and faces from the past still haunting the present. Glenn received an offer of help, though the cost of accepting it is still unknown. This episode contains adult themes and language, supernatural weirdness, and... skin suits. And is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You just hear a whisper. I can help you. No. <laughs> Sorry. That scared the Yo. shit out of me, Cassie. Give me a moment. <laughs> Yo. My booty hole punched up. So oh, much. It's brought back memories of that podcasting that you linked to me of the person wandering in the woods and oh, they yes. was calling her name. That's yeah, all yeah, I yeah. remembered. And I had a physical shiver just go down Ooh, my back. I'm sorry. That, that was good. Good on you, but like, yes. shit. <laughs> ah, my heart. Okay. Uh, like, okay. <clears throat> uh, Glenn is going to like, uh, his head's going to like, like tilt back a little bit like uh what are you okay he is going to lean down and listen a little more and see if it like continues i can help you and this time you're getting a pull to the book oh Oh. Okay. Like the one that, like that's in um uh it's in Casey's apartment, right? I believe you guys have that with you. I don't think you yeah. would have left that. Okay, so Yeah, we didn't want to leave it with the cat. Gotcha. It is like double bagged though. Okay, got you. In so, tin foil in tin foil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's like okay, so I'm gonna pull to the book then, uh follow this urge that is happening and uh unwrap the book um the other two you just see him do this wordlessly um should 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 we check if he's okay i don't i don't know um let's just keep an eye on him okay make sure he doesn't Get too lost in it. Okay. Uh, I found hitting him in the head with a pillow helps. Do you? Do you? Can you? To, can you go grab? To pull him out. Can you go grab some pillows? Um. Well, I have some sweaters here. Um. Wait. You don't. Here. You, you don't have pillows. Ball them up. Oh, okay. I, but, well, I mean, I do, but I don't know the last time I washed them. Okay. Another thing that's concerning that we will have to talk about later. <laughs> um, you know, you get busy. You don't really think about pillows too much. But here, like, we'll just, all right, there you go. There's your sweater ball, and I'll have my sweater ball. And we're good. Sweater balls. We'll just, we'll just <laughs> get some sweaty balls, and um, <laughs> and we'll just, like, chuck it. Chuck it at his head. Um, uh, if it starts to look too funny. Okay, cool. Uh, do I have to roll anything to find out where I'm going? Uh, looking oh, for? alas, that you don't, because as you pull the book out you flip the cover open and the pages flip turn by unseen hands until they land on an empty page as you stare at the blank space scab colored ink bleeds up through the paper 
forming first the indecipherable chicken scratch before coalescing into something more legible. In the upper right-hand corner, a sketch draws itself. A city of ruined towers, arches, and crumbling bridges standing at the shore of an endless lake. The city's edges curl off into the lake's edge and onto the rest of the page, the bloody ink scrawling the word, Carcosa. Again, the voice echoes. I can help you. Where, where is this? You don't get any additional, like, English words. It's more of the chicken scratch. You get, let's see, roll your psychometry and just tell me what you get. 22. All right. The dagger in your pocket kind of shivers again, and the book feels like it's asking for something. Huh. Okay, I am going to reach into my pocket. Um, and the dagger had just said that like it has a whole bunch of stored energy. So I'm wondering if I can transfer that energy to the book. Oh boy, I am not going to stop you from doing that. Um, that's not what I expected you to do, but... Oh shit, okay. <laughs> I have a tendency to do that, my bad. Um, okay, so you get completely overwhelmed by the dagger. Absolute ecstasy. Just, this is what it wants so badly. And... You can feel the energy drain from the dagger into the book. And with that energy drain, it doesn't really stop at the dagger. As you're holding it, it starts grabbing a hold of your energy in really hungry motions and starts sucking it down like the dagger is some sort of straw. And before you can stop it, you are yanked into the book. Oh god, okay. <laughs> like, am I gone in front of, like, a, a Casey and Esther? Or... How much of the energy did you give to the book from the dagger? I was trying to, like, I don't know how many, uh, how many people it stabbed, but I was trying to aim for, like, uh, a partial amount of that. I didn't think it was going to take everything. Roll a power check and let's find out. 16. All right, it's a controlled amount. It's enough to grab you in. Okay. Um, You too. He just looks like he's kind of reading and standing there. It's a little disconcerting that he pulled out a knife for this, but he's not moving. So there okay, is that. Not, yeah, he's not making any stabbing motions. So <laughs> let's just, we'll put the lawn chair between him and us just in case. I do now have the question of what is Carcosa, but <laughs> the other questions, obviously. Um, I actually feel like you should know that. Oh, I should know what Carcosa is? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the ghost guy in Hamlet mentioned it. Oh, okay. Thank you. Ghost guy. <laughs> so in you go. The sketch isn't terribly far off from what you're seeing. Uh, everything is sort of sepia-toned, but it's a sickly sort of color, very desolate. 
there are two suns in the sky, which is like one of your key indicators that you are not in Kansas anymore. Mm. And the city kind of sprawls out before you. There is a single road that weaves its way in and it's broken cobblestone and brick and there's nobody here. It is empty as you make your way through the city. And you would expect there to be a lot of side streets that might distract you or other alternative routes to take, but it seems that as you set your feet on this path that it is the only path that you can take. Hmm. And it weaves its way through the town. It's very dilapidated. This is not what it once was by a long shot. If things live here, it's either underground or so far into the city that you have not been able to see any of it. Mm. And you make your way up across bridges that are um, squirrely at best. It's really uncomfortable trying to cross them. They're very thin and you can hear rocks tumbling down below as you cross. And soon you make it to the main tower. It's twisted and it, it makes you a little nauseous looking at it. And it leads right in through this main entranceway into a great hall. And at the end of the hall is a throne that mirrors the tower in its twisted, almost melting design. And upon that throne sits a very tall, robed and hooded figure. The hood is up, so you can't really see their face. Um, their hands are very rat-like. The fingers are very long, very tapered at the end. Their claws at the end of it, and they're like very stiletto pointed, and it's covered in like pustules. It's really unpleasant to be in this space. Uh, hi, was it you that was calling me? was you can help me I can for what price that depends upon what you ask of me so there's something operating in our world trying to bring something in what who are they and what are they trying to summon exactly? There are many. It is not just the one. They are trying to summon more than one? There are more entities at play. What entities? Which would you know? Someone going by the name of Wilson Lamb and, uh, Jane Marianne or Dr. Osborne? These are names of pawns. Pawns? Uh, what about Robert Judge? Ah, <laughs> uh, him. Human, mostly. He serves or served another. Served another? Who did he serve? 
the Black Pharaoh, the god of a thousand forms, stalker among the stars, the messenger. Is that, are those names that they go by? Is there like one name? A name in a tongue that you could understand. He is a disciple of Nyarlathotep. Nyarlathotep? That's what they're trying to bring in. <laughs> mm. Nyarlathotep is always on your realm. Oh. It comes and goes as it pleases. So, Robert Judge is a disciple of Nyarlathotep. He performed a service at some point and has since been blessed. Mm. Him and his family line. But he is not the only one. Who else? My idiot brother. Your brother? You cannot mean to tell me that you've learned nothing. Do you even know who I am? No. This is disappointing. Perhaps you are not the one after all. The one to what? His cowled head just turns and looks at you like he's waiting for you to kind of figure it out. Okay, so... Hmm. Sorry if I'm going to like be like just uh, surmising things at the moment. Um, That's okay. It's mm -hmm. a fucking lot. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking lot. <laughs> uh, so, so Robert judges. I'm just the uh, uh, disciple of Naralipathep is uh, now part of the family. Then like uh, every 52 years do something. And then uh, there's other people at play. Uh... Would it be the? Wait, what does he? What did he say about the, his idiot brother? What was the that answer to that question again? You asked who else was at play. He said, "My idiot brother." Is that like the Yellow King? You're gonna have to make that guess to him. <sighs> I really feel sad if it's wrong, but would this have anything to do with the Yellow King? I am he. Oh, okay. Yo. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's. I'm glad that you're uh, stating what I'm feeling. Shade is feeling right now, so thank you. Actually, um, I appreciate that. Y you're the Yellow King. You don't have to sound so disappointed. About I'm not you. disappointed. I'm. I'm sorry. Um, I, I've just learned a lot about you from a, a, a follower of yours, if I remember correctly. Um, the ritual gone wrong. Gideon. Yeah. That was most unexpected. But even a pawn can checkmate a king from time to time. Yeah, yeah. So your idiot brother. Would that be a name I've heard before? Like, Neralithotep is doing something... Uh, for someone? Is that 
They are allowed to tempt us as he pleases. That's as he. My idiot brother is another story. He has slumbered for some time. And I was supposed to come to your world to ensure that he maintained that sleep. Uh, So is that what the dreamer is connected to? He nods and gestures with his little rat talons in an affirmative. What is... Your brother's name? The Drowned God. He who sleeps. My idiot brother. Cthulhu. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's <laughs> Cthulhu. Uh huh. He would drown the world. Should he awaken? And it does seem as though he's on the path. A shame for your world. Okay. You were supposed to come to our world to make sure he didn't. If you had come to our world, what would you have done? I don't see that helping your current predicament, and since I can no longer return to your realm, Ever. I am not of use in that capacity. The book gave forward the right of unbinding. And it sounds like if done correctly, it would call someone else in. An unbinding is not a calling. It merely unbinds ritual magic being done. Okay. So you could choose, if you had the right materials, in the right space, with the right participants, you could choose to stop the apocalypse. Or another ancient ritual set forth by an outer god. What are the roles, like, how are our roles assigned exactly, based off of this ritual? What does the dreamer do? What does Esther do? What do I do? My idiot brother's, one of his names anyway, (laughs) is he who dreams. So if you break the dreams, he rises. And how do you break dreams? My guess is killing the dreamer. He nods. He's pretty clearly pleased. So don't kill Casey. You are... not a magician, then. (laughs) No. I mean, I... I have... uh, abilities, but I'm not a magician, no. Oftentimes, the thing that is going to make a ritual work is the thing that's needed to undo it. Merely remove the dreamer from the board, and he has to sleep. You're not talking about... It's not killing her, it's something else. 
You could give her to me. And he like recoils at that. What does that even mean? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's not happening. Um, I will. We'll do the right of unbinding. There is an offering. Is she the offering, or is something else the offering? As I said, the offering can often be the thing that makes their ritual work, and in order to undo it, if you use it to your purpose. Okay. Last question. I have been told that this book, the now that I've started reading it, being a part of it, that I am doomed. Is there a way around that? You could give it to me. The book? Yes. What would that do, exactly? It would keep their ritual locked as they need it to perform. What happens if you have it, though? He seems to, like, physically bristle a little bit. He sits up a little straighter and kind of shakes his shoulders. There is nothing in that book that I do not already know. Would it just be lost to anyone else wanting to use it? Lost to you, perhaps. But is that really what you want? No. Not right now, anyway. <sighs> Whatever designs my idiot brother's followers have, it remains separate from whatever it is that Nyarlathotep himself is doing. So Nyarlathotep is doing something completely different from the will of Cthulhu. Perhaps. Is there a way to find out what it Nearlethotep's doing? <laughs> Perhaps. How? He would have to ask his followers. Okay. Is that the cult that's running the Judge Foundation right now? Followers of him? These are... The machinations of pawns, and I overmuch do not consider myself interested in pawns. Mm. Okay. All right. Thank you. One last piece of advice before you go. You may have a choice to make. Because you can't kill the dreamer twice. But there is a third option. You could. Should it strike you. Do nothing. And let whatever forces are at play continue their game. I don't encourage it, but it is, as I said, an option. An option that I'm not willing to do. Or, as you've offered, 
taking the book, which also not at this time. Or giving me the dreamer. That's not even an option in my brain right now. Don't rule it out. Desperate days lie ahead, Glenn Bishop. Shiver's gonna go down his spine at him being called by his full name by this thing. Um, There is a wave of Haster's rat-like hand, a sort of dismissive gesture, and you are brushed by some unseen breeze back through the city, across the lake, out of the book, and back into your body. It seems as though a second has passed to you two out in the mortal realm, and he drops the book and the dagger both. Okay, weapon is down. (laughs) He's gonna lean. He's very shaky, and he's like leaning forward and taking several deep breaths because fuck. Um, he is definitely going to roll a sanity roll on that one. I feel like he is. Oh, you're not even rolling. You're going to be losing. It's going to be a d10 right off the top. Okay. Seven. Uh, yeah, so you can you can take all that. Om nom nom. We're playing Brazilian sanity. Oh, fuck. Casey's going to walk over and like hold his arm and his back. Are you? Are you okay? No. No fucking, I'm fucking not. Do you you want some water? Yes, please. Okay, I can do that. (sighs) She like goes to her little kitchenette and she's got like a... Uh, like a small Garfield mug. It's got like a little comic oh, on adorable. it. And she like <laughs> fills it up. And she's like, here, 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 here. Um, and he leans forward and kind of leans back on his, uh, like his like, hotches. Like you like lean back, and, but you're still in a sitting position. And uh, he's going to take that water and like gulp it all down in a few seconds. <sighs> Fuck. Okay. Well... That was beyond enlightening. What happened? I met someone. Who? What? The Yellow King. (gasps) And he told me a lot. It's not whoever is running the Judge Foundation is not... They're all following a different god, I think, but uh, they're trying to bring forth with Casey Cthulhu. That's who they're trying to bring in. All right. That was the last episode of the Wench Bench podcast. What did you all think? Hmm. Personally, I can't wait to hear which character frustrated feminist Allison in the Positive Seeking Adult Fonda have in their next episode. Which one's your favorite so far? Hmm. I would say my favorite is Kim Possible. Like, 
like I, that's just bringing back memories personally so yeah yeah i think i personally definitely have to go with furiosa and the wives from mad max fury road just no worries just perfection perfection mm. yeah totally true <laughs> i for me i i hands down love kieran reese so when they did kieran reese from uh star trek deep space nine especially when they were talking about the shipping and like the whole enemies to lovers that can never be Ugh, that yeah. show just has so much of that yeah the rants and tangents about problematic tropes, the evils of capitalism, and the importance of representation nestled in amongst fangirling is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow WenchBenchPod on Twitter and Insta. Get all those good, good updates. Hang on, that's mine. Oh, uh, it's you, Cassie? Shit. Okay, stall... Stall her, me. I'll cover us. Uh, okay. Um, hi, Cassie. I'm just reading the, uh, the bar, uh, the uh, ice planet of barbarians again. And, you know, uh, as I've been going through it, I realized that, you know, there's a lot of very, like, deep moral implications when we're talking about this, like, parasite that's inside those women and also in the uh blue barbarians that inhabit that ice planet and it's just interesting because they never really cover the fact is it like the you know the parasite that's making them fall in love or you know if it's it's truly their love you know you know that sounds like a great topic for the wench bench podcast to tackle Mm, mm. yes so, uh, parasites and things. Yeah, uh, look, we really need to get you out of there. Hey, Cassie, I watched this TTRPG talk show called Jeff Talks RPGs, and you know, I was wondering if you've heard of it. Jeff Stevens' show, where they talk to RPG industry creators and players about topics in the community? Yeah, yeah, that one. Oh, I saw that on YouTube. Looks like it's on Twitch, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, too. It's a really interesting watch, especially since Jeff Stevens Games has produced several best-selling D&D 5th edition adventures and supplements. But guys, I've been reading through Encounters and the Savage Underdark, 24 encounters, and there are even scaling suggestions so you can scale everything to the right level. Nice! Steve just picked up the Freak Show collection that includes The Madhouse of Tasha's Kiss, Happy Jack's Funhouse, and Annalise's Revenge. Oh, man, that's perfect for spooky time reading for Halloween. Lovelies, we do not have time for this. Sweet. I just scored a free 5e supplement PDF by signing up for the mailing list on jeffstevensgames.com. Enough. We have a code cheeks on our hands and we have to get you out of there now. Oh, oh, my God. Uh, Code cheeks. That can't be right. Last time we had a code cheeks, we... Oh my god. Don't worry, Cass. They won't get clapped in my care. Send the cheaper boys my love. Casey just like stares at him wide-eyed. 
fully understand what the offering is or what we're offering exactly and how to offer it to do it. Why are they even inviting these creeps here? I'm assuming the big gate opening is how they got here. Oh man, this is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two different bads. One bad's here. The other bad is not here, but they want it to be here. Mm-hmm. And you said that Neolithotep does what he wants. So. Is he one? Well, he's, you know, he's like, I, I want to I wanna be a body forever. <laughs> Run a company. Why do you want to be a part of corporate America? Yeah. Um. There's, apparently there's, uh, to break the dreams is to kill you, but we need to find an alternative way to offer you without offering you. So wait, if they kill her, that brings in Cootie, or whatever his name is. That's what um, you're gonna call it, wait, okay. Kapulu? Uh, Kafu, Kafu. My mouth doesn't form that way. It's okay. <laughs> it's alright. And so, so, like, do we just, like, hide her, hide Casey forever? Well, I mean, these ritualistic things seem to only happen certain times. It could be we wait until it passes, and then the, it just fails. Or we can do the unbinding. It seems like it's high risk, but that will for sure stop the ritual entirely. All the work that they've done to get to this point won't matter if if we can just unbind it. So that's like the sure way. He also said to, if we wanted to know what Neurolethotep is up to, we can talk to one of his disciples. But they're all evasive as fuck, so... We can talk to Sebi. We have that. Are we still going to kidnap him? Oh, that is the question of the day, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Among many, but (laughs) at this point, it's the question. We got to talk to one of them. We got to talk to... I don't think Sebi's, I hope not, a part of this. Well, it sounds like, you know, from what I learned, that the passing down of, you know... I don't know if it's Neolithep or whatever, but when it like goes into the body of a person, it's usually on like when they take over, like the anniversary or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we don't know so. if it's that if it's done on camera, or off camera kind of situation. So we're not sure if it already happened. I can fi- I can use my psychometry to find out maybe without kidnapping him if I see him or meet him. Uh, I don't know. We can. I can also. I mean, he doesn't I think stay. A lot in, of this. He doesn't stay in the Judge Foundation forever. Like we can just follow him one day. Yeah, that's true. But I, I think because like a lot of this hinges on Casey. Casey, what do you want to do? Um. Well, I'd rather not die. First. Yes. That's very, very important. Much so. Um. This is tough. Um, Wasn't expecting all of this to happen. I just, uh, you know, just wanted to be 
an astronomer. Kind of like looks off into the distance. <sighs> I mean, I guess we can try and see if we can find somebody from that knows about Neolithic or something, get some information from that, or try and find someone that knows we can get more information about unbinding. Like, what are we the three that need to unbind it? Is it someone else? What's the offering? I think it is. I mean, it says at least three needs to do this. So that doesn't mean that, like, it's just us three. It could mean we have more. What if Niara Lithotep <laughs> is the Hitler too? <laughs> we should stab, thus locking out Cthulhu. So... Mm -hmm. Oh, look at you go. You're saying is we sacrifice one god to steal another one? Would that be something the dagger would take as an offer? It sounds like it would be I'm pretty sure the dagger probably, from what you said, would be very excited to have a sacrifice of a a, a god. All right, Glenn, roll your psychometry. Just tell me what you get. (laughs) Seventeen? You just get a primal wail of longing as you guys are talking about this. Like the dagger is like, fuck, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like you see his eyes go very large at like us saying that. And he's like, well, apparently it would love that very much. Yes. Very much. That was very loud in his head. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Where Niarl Lithopetep is. Is he in a person? Or do we grab the person that is currently his disciple? And then, like, we could be like, tell us where he is so we could stippity stab stab. Uh, I can find out by, like, meeting them, probably. If it, it's him or is it a disciple, that might be enough. But I have to get close to them. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so I guess we are kidnapping Sabi? I mean, not as a sacrifice, hopefully not. Just more to... No, fi- we're just going to make sure he hasn't you know, had his brain juice sucked out and different brain juice put in. Mm-hmm. And, and, if, then, and if different brain juice has been put in? Then we know. Something. I don't know what, but we know it. He, like, kind of pushes his hand through his hair and push it out of his face. <sighs> Jesus Christ, this is a lot... We could be like, good cop, bad cop. And I'll be like, where's your boss? Who are you working for? You know, like that kind of thing. He's going to like like lift his eyebrow. Like, it's like, okay. Uh, like, we won't hurt you if you give us your gnarly good dip. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh no, you're so strong and you got that dagger. You're, like, yeah. you're you're great 
Uh, Esther, never, never change, please. <laughs> I don't plan to. And thank you so much for recognizing my greatness. Of course, <laughs> any, anytime. Um, so I don't know. I think that's a good way to go. Or if anything, we can kind of listen. As a person who is very charming, you kind of learn that sometimes you gotta pretend you're friends with people that you're not really friends with to take down uh-huh. a bigger bad. Yeah. So maybe Nyarlika Dudu, he might be willing to help us shut down Hulu. Hulu? <laughs> you just said the last part. It's fine. Yes. Yeah. Hulu. Shutting down Hulu. You know? And like, and then we're like, huzzah! We did, uh, we, we, we lied! And then we stab him. Okay. So, bottom line, either kidnapping Sebi or talking to Sebi and finding out more. Yeah, yeah. I just think kidnapping's involved in that, you know, because it sounds like he might not really want to... I don't know. Follow hmm. us? Come come willingly? He doesn't know who I am, though. That's true. And he doesn't know me. But he knows Casey. Mm-hmm. Depends <laughs> on how uh, informed he is about the goings-on of the Judge Foundation. If he knows that, like they don't like me and that I'm on some form of non-entry list, then uh, he'll see me coming from a mile away. But if he doesn't, then uh, I can just do my thing. I met met his dad. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, you did. Okay. You didn't like, you know, you didn't like, oops. (laughs) So either. But I, you know, maybe they don't have a close relationship, you know, maybe they're not like, oh, hey, by the way, I met this crazy girl that ruined the Mariana Trench or something. Mm, There's a skin suit. The Lovely Craftians is brought to you by Wampus House Productions and the Penwich Studio Network. Starring Cassie as the game mistress, writer, producer, Ashley as Casey Jones, Sade as Glenn Bishop, and Samantha as Esther Willows. 